and then a shake of the head. This is Richard Gage of Richard Gage 9-11, unleashed live in Anarchapulco with our master of ceremonies, Mr. Ernest Hancock with Freedom's Phoenix. Ernie, how is it going after two and a half days? It's hot. It's lay real hot. It's Africa hot, you know, but we're doing well. It's been really interesting. You know, we, we kind of did the beach before where you go to find love, the desert to get knowledge, the mountain to find God, and then you get healed in the jungle. Well, we're in the jungle. There's a lot of healing going on. We really are in the jungle here. I mean, I talked yesterday, and I'm like surrounded by jungle and 100 or 200 people. It's been incredible here. And, you know, 9-11 was the crime of the century, Ernie. And you, more than anybody, has been all over me for the last 10 years asking me, when are we going to get justice? And I try to answer that question, not to your satisfaction or mine, but let me ask you this. When did you become aware of the truth about 9-11 and what have you been doing about it personally? I remember I woke up, a phone call from a friend, and he said, hey, airplanes are hitting, hit the World Trade Center. When I turned it on, the second one hit. And I go, there was two of them? And he goes, there was two of them? Because he was on his way to work. Immediately we knew. Because we, we went through this Ruby Ridge, Waco, Oklahoma City bombing. We are just like, yep, here we go. Again, and it yeah. doesn't matter what had happened then. We knew there was going to be an excuse for a war. Wow. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And you've been talking about it ever since, like almost 20 years now? You know, yeah, I started doing radio in 03, and uh, of course, everybody wanted to talk about 9-11, and I had one question. You know, by that time, you had seen, you know, the angle cuts on the big beams, you know, from the thermite or the charges or whatever it was, and then weeks later, they're pulling up molten lava, the steel, so they wanted to talk about whatever the guests wanted to talk about. I go, yeah, it's very... ...talk about anything until somebody tells me where all the molten steel came from. So I kept it focused on one issue. Tell me where the molten steel came from. When you do that, then we can talk about the other stuff. Yeah, but there, molten steel, molten steel. And then the architects and engineers came along, and they talked about what? Everything, including the molten steel. Demolition. We're going, finally, you know. And what was the doctor from BYU's Greer? Stephen, Stephen Jones. Jo Jones, Jones. Nuclear physicist. And, and, and finally, you know, the uh, idea of thermite, so I'm, you know, something that finally made sense. So we didn't look at it from, you know, like we're glad you were there doing all the professional work that needed to be done. Architects, and in fact, uh, Scott Granger is a good friend of mine, you know, uh, an engineer out of Mesa, Arizona. Oh, no, we're very good friends. So Fire protection engineer. Right. So when he, yeah, exactly. So he's like, yep, I already get it, you know. So, I, of course, he was going to be there, and, and, and I have a lot of respect for him. And they joined, you know, that just, you know, bolstered you guys even more. So that was never a question with us. You know, the question was, what were they going to do with it? Just like the COVID thing, you know, is it real? It's not, it doesn't matter. What are they going to do with it? There you go. What are the, what are the, uh, the, the lockdowns, the mandates, the, the manipulation, uh, uh, social? That's what our speakers have been talking about here. What has it been like as an MC hearing all these incredible speakers, medical professionals on the COVID issue? You know, the MC doesn't get to hear anything. You know, I've been busy. But uh, 
you know, of course, I get to talk to them. You know, when we do the introduction, I like to have like a 10 minute with them. Like I'm, you know, right when I leave here, I'm going to go spend some time with Andrew Kaufman and we're going to get, you know, how he wants to be introduced and so on. They have a bio, but you want to talk to them, personalize it and what they're kind of get a feel for them. And a lot of these guys I've interviewed over the years, like yourself, and it's an understanding. And I think and there was um, guys, 450 people at this facility. So it's not just a couple hundred, it's quite a bit. It's just in the jungle here. I mean, you know, you can't find them. And then they have <laughs> remote viewing and we're going to be doing some stuff after this at another location here in the area. And it's, I tell you, the theme is the same and it's always has been for Liberty community and activists. Cause I'm, I'm a street activist, you know, everybody's media, this or engineer that or doctor. So I go, yeah, whatever. I'm a street activist. I'm just a, the full awareness of what's really going on. And what's really going on is there are forces that are at work that do not want us to be aware of what they're doing to us in our future. And I got four kids and 12 grandkids. And I'm like, oh, you done pissed off the wrong guy. <laughs> so we're so we're in it to win it. And I think we are. You know, I, I know we are. It's just it just always took time for people. You know, they say wake up or become aware. It's just you finally have to get to the point to where inaction is worse, you know, anything that could come or risk you have for taking action, taking positions like you have, inaction is worse than anything it could do to you when you actually started doing something. Because just even the feeling of regret when you are in a position like you, where you have, you know, with great ability comes great responsibility. And if you know the truth, you have the ability to share it, you understand it, and if you don't, it eats at your soul. And a lot of these people, they're tired of having their soul ate, you know? So they're, they're, they're coming in and here and learning. So that's a common theme here is just truth. And it will set you free. Well, why? <laughs> I mean, I think of you as a libertarian, and libertarians are different from anarchists. How, how so? Uh, the difference between, and it's been a joke since, God, the 90s, you know, the difference between an anarchist and a libertarian is about two or three election cycles. I mean, you know, doesn't take much. And when they say anarchist, you know, is it like, um, I don't know, you know, anarchist lives matter in Portland or something? That's not it. Anarchy is not without rules. It's just without rulers. You know, it's all voluntary interaction. It's all, you know, leave me aloneist. I mean, they always when I first started doing radio in 03, what are you, an anarchist? And I'm like, compared to what? <laughs> what This stuff? And I, that's my choice? None or this? I vote none, you know? But um, so there's, 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 of course, rules, but they have to be voluntarily enforced. They have to be agreed upon. And America, the founders and the starting of this, that was the concept that they were going for. And it's been under attack constantly from the beginning. And that's why my show is called Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock, because the Declaration of Independence was very clear. It said the only purpose of a government, if you're going to have one, that's one purpose, defense of individual rights. If it doesn't do that, it's time to alter or abolish. It's your right, your duty. Sign my crap up, man. I'm in. So that's what we're dealing with is now what's the proper role of government. And it's definitely not to kill you. Seriously. That's kind of what's happening here. You heard it from Ernie Hancock himself, the MC at Anarchapulco 2022. This is Richard Gage, 9-11, and thank you for being unleashed with me. Unleashed! <laughs>